All right, famous fam, this episode is with a near and dear true friend. Now, when I tell you she keeps it real, she keeps it one thousand percent real we get into the deep nitty-gritty everything that has made her built her broken her and brought her back up now i am very 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 excited to have sat down with a good friend naomi johnson and i hope you enjoy this episode too all right Good morning. Good morning. We did it. We did it. We did it. Oh my goodness. The excitement in my soul. <laughs> good morning, love. Gotta love a good morning song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Every time I do this thing over, it's like I gotta, you know, backtrack for a second to remember what I did the first time and how to get people into it. So I'm happy to say That's that okay. we made it. <laughs> we made it. We made it. That's what I'm talking about. So hopefully, you know, you have a little bit of time here, but I definitely am ironic driving on, well, just pulled up in the parking lot at work, but also (laughs) calling to talk to you about your life as an entrepreneur and your life that you've built on your own and how you've made it to be the Naomi Johnson that we know today. So. Well, thank you for having me. This is so dope that you're in your park that you're in the parking lot, though. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta, you know, get it done where you can. You can't be worried I about studios it. and all that stuff, you know. I so, love it. I'm gonna open it up by just saying, What's you know, up? tell me a little bit about, you know, who you are, where you're from. I know you as a Naomi. I, I know, know, but you. tell <laughs> tell the people who are listening who you are, where you're from. How we get to Naomi you are today? I'm Naomi Johnson. I am from Brooklyn. What are you supposed to say when somebody asks you that? <laughs> like, I'm from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm born and raised in New York City. And I live in Miami now. And um, I'm just like Miami. on this, I'm just on this like mission just to help my sisters as, as, as I don't know, as much as I can. I hear that. We got a lot. Uh, we got a lot um, just against us and for us. So, um, yeah, I just believe that um, I got to use my talents and my gifts and everything I've been through in my life to just try to help as much as I can. You know, it's so funny you mentioned that because as I was driving, I was listening to uh, to Raji P. Henson's uh, audio book. That's my auntie. <laughs> right? Too. I just I'm getting to like I think I'm in one of the last few chapters, uh, really? maybe in chapter oh. like twelve or something out of the fourteen chapters. And Jesus, she way just, past me. I'm still on the about... daddy on the bus, um, blowing her up because her. Oh yeah, you way in the beginning. Yes. Way, way early. <laughs> so she was, I'm up to the part where she's talking about the disparity between the pay of um, actor. I'll say actors in general versus the black female actresses that are out there, and mm-hmm. she talks about the roles that she played, which are so current and recent in my mind, like Benjamin Button and Hustle and Flow. She talks mm-hmm. about a lot of these roles where she's like, honestly, I was making the bottom of the six-figure range compared to a person whose name is two sheets above, two names above mine on the list mm-hmm. who's getting paid 10 times more. Mm-hmm. And it's just funny that you mentioned, you know, trying to make a space for the sisters out here because no matter how big you think somebody is or what you see out there, things are mm-hmm. always different behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. They are so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like this, like, right now, like, we're learning PR, like, PR mm-hmm. for dummies. Like, years ago, like, public relations and, like, branding and all that, you know, like, that was 
uh, what do you call it also? Um, uh, I can't think of what it's called. But um, that was for celebrities. Now, right. like, we're learning how to how to present this story of our best selves. Guerrilla marketing world. at its finest, yes. Yes, yes. Like, you know, like, I got friends that, you know, like, we broke. <laughs> <laughs> Still trying to find a way. Huh? Still trying to find a way. It's just like. Yeah, but you would never know it. You would never mm-hmm. know it looking at, you know, and that's with with a lot of us, most of us. It's like, you would never know what, what we're really going through. If you looked at our social media and. Yeah, right. I just looked at it like I just looked at it like public, you know, public relations is different these days. That it's, so used to be- it's, it's crazy because a lot of the the examples of P- I mean, you ask anybody what PR means, and everybody's gonna have a different definition. But you see things mm-hmm. like like for example, I was scrolling on Instagram this morning, and I see a lot of commentary about um, the cast of uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta and saying, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's posting something. Cynthia's doing this with her guy and Candy mm-hmm. and Portia this and a lot of people saying this is what PR has come to now like people are doing all these things in their personal life to kind of get people hyped up about the right. upcoming season mm-hmm. so the whole definition of PR has changed completely from yes. being a standard media interview to yes. now being you being out here on the yes. street and literally making a name for yourself yes it's so DIY now like it's so like <laughs> so on a basic level and I love it I think it, I think it's beautiful it's just amazing to me just the world that we live in the time that we live in now because right, that, so- that really used to be you know that used to be reserved for celebrities or you uh-huh. know on the way celebrities who had a budget for PR now it's just like I, I you know I take a, a little free webinar once a week on you know <laughs> how to <laughs> how to get my Instagram presence up and you know right. all that so yeah I don't so know how about, we got onto that I'm, I'm, you know what it is what it is so all right so tell me about your business now you just started mentioning you know how to take in webinars and trying to get your Instagram presence presence up mm-hmm. tell me about your business that you recently started and what the journey has been like getting there and how you're using some of these tactics to grow your business. Oh, Lord, that's so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, my business now is a place to palace or it's in a, a decluttering and organizing um, service that I offer to women in Miami who are just overwhelmed and frustrated in their own homes. And I, you know, to me, I think that's, that's horrible just because I believe that, you know, a woman's home is supposed to be her foundation. It's supposed to be, right. you know, it's supposed to be. Sanctuary. Yes. You know, it's supposed to be like her, her start, you know, for her day and for her life. And there's so many of us who hate our homes for whatever reason. Maybe, you know, we're just, we just feel like we're swallowed in this home because it's just too much shit. <laughs> and, you know, it's a hot mess. Or, you know, I even have, you know, clients who are just uninspired. Maybe the walls are blank. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, maybe she's an artist or she's an entrepreneur, but she's just uninspired in her home. So I right. just help women. Um, you know, I do mostly decluttering. That's like the biggest part of my business. But I also do like some home decor and, um, you know, just helping them just kind of see themselves in their home. Because I, I just think that important. And it, it really... Um, you know, I, I realized that um, it has a lot to do with mental health. That's why I got mm-hmm. into it, because we don't 
you know, when we wake up in the morning, the first thing we see has a lot to do with how we go about our day. Right. So, um, yeah, it's just, um, I forgot what, what else you asked me. <laughs> no, well, I mean, this hasn't always, I mean, this is a, a newer business for you, but this, the yeah. entrepreneurial spirit hasn't, it's not new to you. So no. what, what got you into this business? What made you start off on this journey? It's kind of like two-sided and I'm telling you, I've been like trying to figure out like the short version. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, but I mean, partly, partly so because, um, everything I went through a couple of years ago when my parents passed away, mm-hmm. um, you know, that I lost my parents, um, uh, about five years ago, not right behind each other, but you know, pretty close but to close each enough. other. Yeah. And yeah. And, um, you know, when my mom passed away, um, you know, I was living in the house <laughs> with her. But, um, you know, I had to clear out all of that stuff pretty much mm-hmm. by myself. Like, you know, I had like, you know, my ex-boyfriend at the time who would come in and help. But I was going through my own depression. Like, right. You know, it was a really dark time for me. And I was just laying around with all of this stuff around me and it wasn't helping, you know, like, so I remember for a couple of weeks or so, you know, I, I probably just. I was just in the bed, you know, just, you know, just how you do when you're going through heartbreak. Just laying out, like, yeah, got the Mary J playing. (laughs) Yes, just barely washing your ass. Like, you know, I was drinking. I had, you know, people coming over all the time. You know, I wasn't doing anything. I just got tired of laying around. I remember I wasn't ready to go outside. It was the summertime. Mind you, it was was hot as shit. It it was, oh, my God. But, um, you know, everybody else around me was living their lives. But I wasn't really ready to go out and be great. But I don't know. The only thing that occurred to me, I cleaned my house pretty much. <laughs> and I tell you, like, the way it felt, like, it was just so therapeutic. Just to go through every single thing in my house, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that, you know, belonged to my parents. Just to clean right. all that stuff out. It was just like this roller coaster of emotion and it was that it helped me and I remember like it was yesterday I I kid you not it was like four in the morning when I finally finished and I was like I couldn't go to bed I was dumb tired I was just like I was like a zombie but I could not lay down because I just wanted to stand in the you know in the doorway of the living room and just yes I was just in awe like you know that feeling like you just cannot believe what accomplished like yes I just did yes <laughs> yes and I just um that feeling like okay it, like it like I just felt light like I felt like I don't know what's about to happen but at least I feel like I can handle it now mm-hmm. I, and I, like, I can't really explain it but it just felt good. it's like a fresh start like you have yes. all the clutter out of your way so you have a whole opening an empty canvas yes. to just kind of start now, now I can go sit down on that rug. Right. We we ain't even have a coffee table. Like, <laughs> but now I can go sit on that rug. I can pull my notebook out and my pen, and you know, and I can really start strategizing about what's my next move. Mm-hmm. But you, because I was, you know, I mean, because outside of that, I had you know all kind of bills and stuff, and you know stuff that I had to deal with from my mom and my parents, you know. Right. But before that, I couldn't even begin to to strategize about you know but once once that was done like that was I guess like that was what catapulted me to be able to move forward you know and that was just and I didn't start my business right then but 
that's just something that I always, always remember. Yeah. Yeah, that I always felt like I have to offer this to other people. At some point in my life, I didn't I never knew when I was going to start that business, but mm-hmm. I just I was like, This is it's necessary. Good. Yeah. <laughs> It's necessary. It's me. This is it. This is it. <laughs> so this has such a huge impact on your life. Obviously, this is a, a a whole transformational moment and period of time in your life. So you've done this for other people. So what changes have you seen? This like what impact has this had in other people that you've worked with? Girl, I, since then I've worked with like family and friends. That's how you know it's about to be real, girl. Girl, I'm telling you, I've worked with like my family and friends. I'm you know I've done it. Um, you know, for them. Um. Even like when I, I, you know, when I was doing the vision board workshop, um, I would notice how many women had their homes on their mm-hmm. vision board. They had like their future homes or what they want their current homes to look like. Um, even when I work with my clients, it's all like your home is, is it's the like is where you spend you know most of your time. Right. But, um, I'm getting off the subject. Sorry, but um, <laughs> girl, I'm passionate. But um, <laughs> but you gotta be. What I notice more than anything is that once my client or whoever it is I'm working with, once once we're done like with the decluttering and the organizing, they always have like these huge goals that mm-hmm. they start talking about. And mm-hmm. it, and it's like it seems like literally like creating space in their home, like emptying things out in their home allows them to bring in like new possibilities. And it's That's always so right. It never fails. I need to like sit down and write down like each of my clients and what you know they wanted to do after we were done with their home. But uh-huh. it's always like, girl, I'm about to go find me a man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's always like, you know, girl, I can finally start my business. Oh yes, you know, mm. I'm a, I'm gonna get me a new desk. I, I know where I'm gonna put my desk now. So it was a whole lot like, deeper than just the physical. Yes. Yes, it's amazing. It's it. There's always like some deep rooted something that this woman has always wanted to do, or she's been wanting to do for the longest. Whether she want to travel, she want to take a trip somewhere, and you know, all she needed to do was get rid of all the stuff she didn't want, you know, so she could sell that stuff so that could pay for her trip. There's always some like big you know it's not just the clutter it's that the clutter is keeping her from doing something else Mm -hmm. and once that once that once we're you know and once that process is done they all it never fails we always you know talk about what's next and that's the part that I just love because that's like I said that's exactly how I felt I was like now I can focus on what's next it was just like in the movie I don't know if you ever saw the movie Limitless where he um have you ever seen it no. Well, he takes this pill that pretty much. Oh opens yes, yes, his yes. Mind. I did. Mm-hmm. Right. That's one of my favorite movies ever. But if you notice in that movie, once he took that pill, he you know he, he started. Do, getting, yeah. The first he thing do he anything. did, the first thing he did before he could do any of that math and science and all that stuff that he wanted to do, he cleaned his house. He had to. He had to, quote unquote, declutter. He <laughs> he moved around he scrubbed everything from top to Mm. bottom and then you see the way he just plops on the couch and that's when he's (laughs) like all right i'm ready because like you can't do anything you know when you're when your environment yes when your environment is when you is swallowing you so So, i mean we started the (laughs) 
that was a whole deep session right there. But, like, we started the conversation talking about um, women of color. I want to tie this piece of the combo back to that because mm-hmm. you talk about all the changes that you're making in people's lives, and I don't know how you find your clients, but how do you make sense or come across to people to get them to trust in you as a person with her own business, especially as a woman of color? How do you get them to believe, like, here's what I can do for you? How do you make mm-hmm. them hear you? Um, It's not easy and I like I said you know I take workshops and all that to you know help you like refine your message Mm -hmm. but one thing I've learned is that you'll never go wrong telling your story so any you know any anybody like any entrepreneurs period when you you know if you want to connect with people people got to see themselves in you so you know we can spend all this time trying to be polished and trying to you know learn all this PR right right (laughs) but really it's it's really just honing in on your story and what what you've been through and how the service that you offer has helped you become a champion and uh, you know it never fails whenever you know I go I mind you I do google ads I do (laughs) I do do it all yeah I do all the the you know pretty much all the um the marketing uh, what is it? Avenues or channels? You know, right? You think of. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it never fails when I speak. You know, at like a networking event or you know whatever it is, some women's empowerment thing. And I mean, I just mean just, and this is a tip for real. Like, I don't care what event you go to. When they ask you at the end, does anybody have any questions? Have a question. Have a question. Yes. <laughs> Even if it's the most basic question, it's like, yes. say, say something. Make your voice be heard. Yes. Let people know you're in the room. Be there. Yes. Be present. Yeah, I could I could have, like, been by the snack table the whole night. <laughs> like, but when they ask, do anybody got a question, best believe I'm going to come up with something. And I'm going to find a reason to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm going to introduce myself to the room, and I'm going to tell them what I do real quick. And, you know, right. but, you know, and a lot of times, sometimes it may not be, you know, does anybody have a question? It might be, uh, you know, at the beginning of the event, everybody stand up, introduce yourself, who you help, right. all that, you know, and um, it never fails. I always get, um, you know, what do you call it? Um, I can't think of the word, but not, not necessarily a client, but I always get interest. I always get, like, oh, my God. Some kind of inquiry or something. I, yeah, like I, I need you, or my sister needs that, and and it it comes from just telling my story and being vulnerable, and you know, girl, you know, I'll be crying and stuff. <laughs> you gotta, it is that emotional factor. Like you have to be real and authentic, and that yeah. helps with people to see she's a yeah. real person. She yeah. went through stuff that I can relate to, and she might be able to help me. Right, because even if you know your parents ain't passed away, and some, you know, and some other. You know, heartbreak is, is heart heartache is is you know a given in this life. So, right. But um, yeah. I hope I answered I answered your question. I know. We yeah, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just all the conversation, just all conversational. But like in that moment when you're thinking about what to say, I mean, I don't know if you've perfected your elevator pitch, your thirty seconds, because not all the time you have a platform to speak on. But you kind of have to give a real quick. Here, here's who I am. Here's what I do. How did you figure out? You know look, here's the most important things that I need to say. Here's what I need to get out, understand mm-hmm. it, and talk to me. Um, Actually, it's funny. I'm still, Um, I just took a, a uh, I just worked with a branding um, 
what do you she's called a st- brand story strategist her name is Candace okay. Hickman in Miami and she's so dope I love her um but she actually helped me like uh get clarity because as an entrepreneur okay. you can um you want to work with everybody you think you want to work with everybody right um but you can't you know and you you really have to like hone and you really have to clarify who you would best serve and mm-hmm. um from working with her and people like her and you know just reading a lot um I see that there's um there's a certain population of women <clears throat> who I love to work with, specifically black women. I you know, like I said, I'm all for my sisters because we just we've been through very unique <laughs> we we go through very all unique kinds of situations. Yeah, you know, like there there's a common bond, you know, that, that ties black women to each other, whether we wanna acknowledge it all the time or not, whether we wanna treat each other like that or not. But um, I forgot your question, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was asking, like, how did you perfect that, that sort of elevator picture? How did you find well, the direct thing that you need to because, talk about? Because that's the population that, that literally, honestly, makes me cry when I talk, when I think about them, mm. when I talk about, you know, um, and even, I, that's why I started talking about Candace, as so recently as, like, two weekends ago, we were sitting in a coffee shop. And, you know, her job is to is to help me pinpoint exactly, you know, who I'm supposed to be working with. How how do right. I speak? To, how do I speak to her, you know, in my in my social media posts, my web web copy, my flyers, right. and all of that. how do I talk to her? And sure enough, I start thinking about, you know, my God sister who is, you know, pretty much my ideal client, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm and of course, as soon as I start talking about her, the, the tears just start flowing. Right. You know, and it, and it right, and you know the tears just just come, and I'm a hot mess, <laughs> <laughs> crying all over the, the croissants, and <laughs> and um, it's just because that is because there's a book called Black Pain mm-hmm. that I highly recommend, um, but it it just talks about the generational um habits, <laughs> generational habits is to put it in a nice way, but generational depression generational mental and emotional illness that we as black people have passed down that we can't help but pass down because you know you only know what you know and um it's it's just it's an amazing book and I read it years ago but it's it's been like the the foundation for everything that I do and um yeah it's just um we need we need it not to say we need it the most but I feel most um connected to women of color and you know a lot of time like my mom had so much on her mind <laughs> like her house you know she couldn't think about it was reflective of that yeah and, and she couldn't think about you know organizing it like she you know like she had to hold on to everything because she didn't know when you know when we might mm. need it or like, I mean, I could go deep into all that. But, I'm going to say, that sounds know. like a complete reflection of the person. She has a lot on her mind. She has a lot in her space. And mm-hmm. because she had a lot in her space, mm-hmm. she couldn't clear the space in her mind. So it's all right. a full cycle. Right. It's like the chicken or the egg. You, like, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't know. But I, I, I'm going to bet myself we're going to start here and see if, you know, other things don't open up for you. So, you know, what's funny is like a lot of the um, – a lot of the things I think about, especially now that you're talking about, you know, where to start, it makes me think as an entrepreneur, everybody, and it, you just mentioned it a second ago, you know, you kind of have to figure out what works. It takes time to figure out what works. But 
nobody knows where to start. Nobody knows how to plan a plan or whatever. There's things you can look at online. There's there is no. Through, <laughs> but you have to, like, figure out your own path. So when you say, how do you figure out what the beginning is? Would you say to plan the beginning and the end or just plan to start and be Girl, comfortable with the things that go along? I've been an entrepreneur, quote unquote, for I feel like three, four years now. And I mm-hmm. still feel like I'm, you know, at the beginning or starting over. The- like there is no beginning. Like there is nowhere to start. My right. only, my only, my only thing is, I think, I'm trying to think of how to word it, but <laughs> you'll do it. You'll move a lot faster if you're an entrepreneur and just starting out. You'll move a lot faster if you know who you serve. Okay. And you're not so bent on helping everybody because that's where I've seen a lot Agreed. of because that's where I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs go wrong. And you'll be you'll be you'll be you know in a mess for three years. You'll be flailing and kicking and screaming because you don't have no uh, clients. Completely agree. But you have Honestly, to get... go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. It's, it's one of the first things I took. So I have um something called the four pillars of marketing and the very first thing is defining your target audience mm-hmm. and that's followed by you know uh, finding your brand voice and then you know determining the message that you're going to deliver mm-hmm. and then figuring out how to get the, those measurable results mm-hmm. but at the very beginning if you don't define your target audience and you don't know who you're talking to you'll never understand how mm-hmm. to speak to them which is all in the brand voice and then you'll right. never figure out what the right message is to deliver to that right person right. in the right time and then you're it's a completely missed marketing right. strategy right there i think that um that is that is advice that i've always seen it's just intimidating i guess like you know, like when sometimes when you start in a business, like you don't know what a target, you don't know what an audience is. Like you don't have mm-hmm. an audience. Like yep. you don't even know. Like you, know, you don't you know, know what you're doing yet. Right. So, the, so sometimes the the work, the, those terms can be intimidating, and it makes you feel like, man, I I'm just gonna start, and I'm just gonna be general yep. and be broad <laughs> and do what I do. And see who responds. Yep. Exactly. And then I'll learn. But um, I mean that. <sighs> just to put it in layman's terms, it, it really comes back to just knowing, just just pulling out your story and what made mm-hmm. you, you know, whether you a hairstylist or a dentist, like trying to start your own practice, it, it really right. just comes down to pulling out your story and what made, what makes you think <laughs> you got the right, right to be helping me do this, you know? And I mean, that's really what it is. Like, what makes you think you on a pedestal where you can teach me something like this? And that's the question you got to answer and you got to be cool with answering that question multiple times and be like, so what do you say about the people who would, who would respond to that and say something like well i don't want to be boxed into one category i only i don't want to only be seen as a person that can help these not, kind of people i want to be broad going to, you're not going to because even even um i mean real life i mean i make it very clear that i love black women i love working mm-hmm. with my sisters you think white women you think spanish women you think asian women don't want to work with me like because i mean like, <laughs> and that's fine like you know i work with anybody that's that's right. pretty much okay you know that's okay it's not you know it's just um it's just what my story is if you understand what i'm saying you know it's just my experience has has helped me start this has led me to start this business and it's going to be like that with any entrepreneur you're going to have specific a specific group of people who you're talking to but your message is still going to apply to a whole bunch of other people so you know it's not exclusive and there's another um 
there's another woman I I follow too, Rebecca Tracy, who I love, and she's she, you know she um you know this is her job to help entrepreneurs with their uh, with their messaging, and you know she teaches you the exact same thing that the more um specific you, you the more specific you get the more I can't think of how she words it but pretty much the more specific you get the the more people you're able to help the more people you will attract so you know just because that's your target market or your target audience does not mean that those are the only people you're going to work with not at all because it just helps you to get clear in your message and there's going to be a lot of people in that room who hear that message and they're going to be like, that's me that she's talking to, even though, so what, so what, I'm not Brown. So what she's still talking to me and that's completely all right. Get over here, sis. Like, you know, like like you, you know, it's, um, I, I just encourage if there's entrepreneurs that, you know, will be listening to this, just give it a try. I hear that. Just give it a try. Be specific see how it goes for there's, you. A, there's a lot of talk about I mean every first of all the definition of entrepreneur is so broad a lot of people say there's a big difference between people who are self-employed and an entrepreneur and a lot of people mistake the two a lot it's just like just because you do some work for yourself doesn't make you an entrepreneur there's a lot of gut and a lot of work and a lot of grit and a lot of this that and the third that goes into being an entrepreneur so and I actually heard this at um Damon John's uh, workshop, uh, I think it was last year, huh? I said, is that shade? No, I heard this at Damon John's workshop where he was kind of like, there's a lot of people that call themselves entrepreneurs, but all they do is work for themselves. However, to be an entrepreneur, when you get to that stage of having X, Y, so he was saying a lot of stuff and it had me thinking like, okay, I'm considered like, what's the difference between entrepreneur and being self-employed? And then there's that whole stat about, you know, some of these brands who won't make it past the first five years, much less Mm -hmm. even one year. So what keeps you pushing? What makes you, you know, have the entrepreneurial mindset to keep going and to continue building and make sure your brand stays alive? There's no other option for me. I'm not working for like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, this has to work. And I mean, and I mean, uh, I, I've seen it work. So as long as it as long as there's somebody else doing it, as long as there mm-hmm. are thou- hundreds of thousands and maybe even millions of entrepreneurs and self and self employed people out there, mm-hmm. there's nothing that tells me this won't work for me. Right. So, you know that one that's fine. I mean, there's a lot of businesses like you said that that don't make it past the first year or the third year, and that's fine because there's a lot of success stories that came after a hundred failures. I hear that. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, even that doesn't necessarily shun me. You know, I, I guess I could say I'm on my second business, you know, like, <laughs> but you know what I mean? I but learned, you took a lesson from the first one. Exactly. exactly. I learned so much from the first one, you know, and it all ties, you know, together. You know, there's, there's, there's so much to be learned that I'm not afraid of, of, I'm not afraid of those stats. Like there's a whole bunch of you know there's a whole bunch of stats that <laughs> that I can yeah. use the numbers make, everywhere right exactly there's numbers everywhere that can make me you know get back in the bed and put the covers over my head and you know <laughs> and you know that that's fine but that 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 doesn't scare me there's a whole lot more on this, a, on this earth that can scare me 
Right. I have um somebody has sent me a picture a little while ago about the famous failures, including Steve Jobs, who got mm-hmm. removed from a company he started, yeah. Walt Disney, who had no imagination and mm-hmm. ended up making Disney, Albert Einstein, who couldn't speak until he was four, mm-hmm. Oprah Winfrey, who got demoted because she wasn't fit for, like all mm-hmm. these stories about these people who have defined their own terms and made it their mm-hmm. own way based not based on what other people have said, but what they believed was right for them. Yeah. So, I mean, I understand where uh, the workshop that I went to by Damon Jai, I understand where they were coming from. But, you know, just like you said, you kind of have to define your own terms, you know, push forward. Because if there mm-hmm. is no, if this, if this is it for you and there is no other option, then that's what you have to put your full focus mm-hmm. into. Yeah. People will tell you. I mean, I've had, I've gotten horrible advice or not advice necessarily advice that I pay for I've gotten you know (laughs) negative opinions from you know people who were supposed to be mentors who told me Mm -hmm. you know don't do this don't try this or go this way or you know like I've had to fight for so much um in my business I've had to defend so much about my brand and so much about my business and only to be proven right well only for them to be proven wrong and it's like sometimes people people don't know people don't know what they've never seen before. Right. So, I mean, you have to be willing to fight for your business. You got to be willing to fight for your mission and your dreams without sounding corny, but you really do. (laughs) (laughs) You really do. That vision board party I had a a couple of years ago, I I always remember, you know, a mentor telling me vision board parties are played out. You know, after Steve Harvey did his, they played out. And I remember as I was canceling, um, as I was canceling it because of, you know, that whole uh, shebang, but um, as I was canceling right. it, I still had, I still had orders coming in the night before. I was, I saw, I pretty much sold out of that, um, out of that event. And this is after a mentor fought with me and told me not to have it. And it's like, but I mean, people don't know, like your mission, usually your message is, mm-hmm. is based on things that you have seen, not what other people have seen. So if I knew vision that... boards are real, I will say vision boards are so real because mm-hmm. when you can see it and manifest that thing into your life, boy, I tell you, it really makes a difference. There's a lot that I um, I mean, I've made several vision boards over time, but there's a lot of things that I've put on it. Not even going beyond just a vision board, but just putting like I have posted, mm-hmm. not to be all Mary Jane in situation. Yeah, I'm so Mary Jane on a mirror. <laughs> And every time I go in that mirror, I see these posts on the corner, and it's just like a, a, a quick reminder, like, yes. you, know, you got it. Mm-hmm. This is what you want. Like, see it and believe it. It's going to, like, mm-hmm. manifest that into your life and just let it happen. Mm-hmm. Let it happen. Like you said, it's a constant reminder. And I need, I needed that. Because, you know, like I said, I didn't have my parents. So, you know, I felt like I didn't have that backing. So, you know, as corny as it sounds, my vision board was my backing. That was my constant reminder mm-hmm. to be like, girl, you got shit to do. You better get you better get it together. Like that was right. <laughs> that was that voice for me. But I mean, I just you know, like Sometimes I said, people don't not I mean you gotta you be your own motivator. Yeah, you have to. People don't know, you know, why you in business. They don't know why this thing means so much to you that you leave you losing sleep at night, that you have to help people through, mm-hmm. you know, some specific problem in their life. So you gotta keep going with that. With you know, I've been told that organizing was only for the rich that you know well good luck with that because only rich people gonna gonna hire you to organize their house and do, do you know like my first one of my first clients was a college student she really? was a waitress 
and like her family she was actually going through depression because her family had like ostracized her so she you know it wasn't like oh. her rich family had paid for me she paid for me because she needed it out of her own pocket right Look. right so you know it, it's just like and she wasn't black just <laughs> just, <laughs> just to throw that out there right just just this is what I'm saying, you know, just because I'm specific about the problem that I solve, the, the issue right. that I address. So there's going to be people out there, young, old, black, white, whatever, you know, that identify with that problem. And she cried to me and, you know, we did all of that and it helped her a lot. She was overwhelmed in her house. And sure enough, after she was done, she was like, so you offer this vision board workshop, right? <laughs> I'm ready. You know, like it just opens up so much, so many possibilities for you. Right. But like my point in telling that story was that people don't know what the hell they talk about. A lot of people will offer you advice and, you know, you can, you know, take it with a grain of salt, you know? All right. Well, I mean, not that you didn't give enough nuggets and enough advice and enough pieces there, but, um, I'm about to wrap this up. So I just, I do just want to ask, you know, if you have any last words of parting wisdom, any more advice. And then of course, when you're done with that, leave a, all your info and your shout outs. And so people know where to reach you. Uh, my, I don't know. My main piece of advice, I guess is just, I got to find a better way to say it, but be yourself. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I, I've like, I've, like I said, I, I will always, you know, have to like, fight for my brand and my messaging and the way I, you know, get my messaging across. But at the same time, I get so much love for mm, being you. Yes. There's so many, you know, I've gotten clients and I'm, I'm collecting them, but I've gotten clients who will write me. I've looked at, you know, 20 other organizers, but your vibe. I like your vibe. I was about to say, you know what? Even I mean, I just texted you the other day, just like I need some more of you in my life because there are some days where it's like, you know, you have all kinds of different people in your life, and there's sometimes where it's just like, I need that moment of realness. I need that, like, I need this right now. I need Naomi in my life, real quick. I just need that other another you, perspective. I need somebody. Yes, I text. I'm just like, no, I need some more. I, I need some more right now because. I look at things, obviously, I am, um, I know the way my mind thinks, but to have you is kind of like a moment of clarity. So, And you know what, this sounds so ironic because me describing you is you describing your business, but it's like a moment of clarity, clarity where you're opening up a possibility. And I'll never forget, I think it was, uh, was it last year or the year before? It, it was some sometime, and you told me something that I obviously never forgot, but I think at the same time I was reading the book Unmistakable, um, mm -hmm. and you told me something like, you're never gonna, um, gosh, what did you say? It was something like, you're never, gonna, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're never gonna see things in another position because you don't have to be there. Like you have a full-time job, you have that mm -hmm. security, you have this, your mind is not trained to come up with new ideas and mm -hmm. new possibilities that because you right. have that safety net. Right. Yeah. And I, like, I remember sitting outside and talking to you on the phone and you told me, you were just like, you were forced in that position. You were put in this position to come up with new ways to make money because you did not want to work for somebody else. Mm -hmm. So your mind starts to come up with different ways. And the mo like the moment you put yourself in that level of comfort where you get, you know, situated and it's just like, I I'm okay with this. When you are content, you start to lose that innovative way of thinking. You start mm -hmm. to lose that way of just seeing things from another perspective. And that's why it's so valuable to have people like mm -hmm. you because you can l listen. 
listen, think about it this way. If you didn't have this, or just to open a new perspective, because when you declutter your way of thought, it can really open a whole new set of possibilities. Sorry, I just kind of had to jump back on that memory for a little bit. But no, everything you, said, that. everything you said was fact, like all true. Like sometimes you gotta like really. That's why writing is so good. Like to write your thoughts mm-hmm. down, because literally, like your brain can only hold but so much. So you gotta get stuff out. You know, you gotta get right. things out of your brain to make room for new thoughts and new ideas. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's really like you know that term brain dumping is real. But um, yeah, uh, just. Yeah, I guess just be, be. Don't be afraid to be yourself, because I mean that's how you stand out. Because there's a lot of people out here just being, I guess, representatives of them of themselves. They're they're just versions of themselves. But right, you know, when you when you are you, that's how you connect to the people who are like you, the people who need you. So you're doing yourself a disservice if you're if you if you're holding back. And I have to tell myself that. You know that. I have to tell myself that every day. But, um, you know, be you times 100. That's how you're going to find your tribe. And your tribe is out there. they just waiting on you. I hear. So they waiting on you, too. So tell them where they can find you. Amen, sister. <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth. Yes. Right? Put that in there real quick. Get it. Uh. <laughs> yes, with no lube. Like, right? <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, you can find me at um, uh, placetopalace.com. Um, and also on Instagram, hello at place to palace and at I Naomi J. I hear that. Well, I do want to thank you again for this nice and early 9 a.m. morning call. We got to get to the nitty gritty of stuff. So (laughs) I probably will text you another need you in my life. Not too long after this call. So. All right, girl, we'll check in a tea form so you can just pop me right in your, <laughs> right in your water and just drink a little cup. Right. Just a little sip. <laughs> Take a little sip. That's all. All right, I love all right, you ma'am. so much. Thank you for love having you, girl. me. All right, talk to you. You're the bomb. Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, Famous Fam, that's been another episode of Famous Talks with Christine. If you want more information on Famous, visit me on Instagram at a. F-A-M-U-S company or online at F-A-M-U-S dot C-O or of course shoot me an email at info at F-A-M-U-S dot C-O. Until next time.